And we are the Markout Movie Podcast. And Brandon, what are we talking about today? Well, first we're going to do a little movie news, and then we're going to jump right into Sonic the Hedgehog movie review. All right. So, Brandon, I guess that means that it's time for a little bit of movie news. Hit me with it. All right. Here we go. First off, we got... Uh, the Orphan prequel, Esther, is happening with Brahms, the Boy 2 director. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, <laughs> well, the jury's still out on Brahms, the Boy 2, because I'm going to watch it tonight. But um, I liked uh, Orphan. I enjoyed Orphan. Yeah. And so it w- I think it'd be interesting to see um, what they do with this Esther film. Like, you know, it's hard. It's going to be hard because. If anybody's seen Orphan, you know the the twist at the end. But yeah. it'd be it'd be cool to see like an origin story, I guess, of hers. And I'm not really in the origin stories, but it'd be kind of cool to see how she developed. Um, I I don't know how I feel. Uh, I like the Orphan movie. Uh, but if the director isn't given free reign to do what he wants, then I don't think it's gonna be successful. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear, he wasn't given full reign to do Brahms too. So, oh man, it is what it is. <laughs> as far as Brahms, I just want to say I've stayed away from uh, Chris Duckman and every other review review about it. I just want to go in blind, just kind of form my own thoughts and see what I think about it. But you know, you like I'm the first still... film. Yeah, I I thought the first film was good. Um, I thought that it was very slow at some points, but uh, yeah. Towards the middle, uh, second and third act, you kind of picked up in the end, and you're like, "Oh, okay," you know. But I mean, I don't, I honestly don't know what you're gonna do with this movie. I don't know. Well, I don't know what they do with it, but I know it's 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 completely different. <laughs> yeah, I, I I listened to Stuckman because he was the only review I could find on it. I was like, "Oh, great!" I know he's gonna hate it. But I want to see what he's got to say, and it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly yeah, what he I, said, just what they did. It just – he said if you like the first film, you're, you're going to hate this. Oh, um, uh, well, I probably will. I mean, it's not high on my list, but, you know, what? like I listened to your review real quick of uh, on uh, Birds of Prey, and and I agree with most of what you said in that. Uh, it's, that movie is, is, is the surprise of the year. I think Underwater was a surprise, and uh, you know we're going to get into Sonic in a moment. But I, who, who I don't expect this movie to be good. I I want to be wrong, you know. That's where yeah. I'm at. I mean, it, I was uh, I had high hopes for it. It was it was something I really wanted to see. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> Eli Roth is set to direct um, a video game adaptation called Borderlands. 
uh, first off, I know you're probably not familiar with Borderlands, but the fact that he's directing a video game adaptation, what are your thoughts on that? Because it seems like it's outside of what he normally does. Because it's not uh, a horror yeah. game. Yeah, so I'm not familiar with the the game in itself. I remember the the cover, the guy in the mask or whatever. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's Borderland too. I, I think I remember that more. But, uh, but yeah, I um, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not huge on Eli Roth. Uh, he's uh, he's hit or miss with me. He's like Blumhouse for you. He's he's hit or miss. Uh, <laughs> like uh, uh, what's that? Green 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 Inferno was was, I mean, it was. It was actually pretty interesting until like towards the end and just falls apart. Cabin in the Woods, I believe that is him. No, Cabin Fever was him. And I think that that was, I thought that it was okay until towards the end. I think he, he doesn't know how to, he's like Stephen King or he doesn't really know how to end a film or, you know, end something. The endings yeah. are always bad with his stuff. So I'm not really huge on Eli Roth. It's just where I, where I stand on him. Uh, uh, I'm just surprised he's. I guess he's wanting to venture out of horror, though. So, I, it's it's just a weird choice for me, <laughs> for him to do this. And he was once attached to do the Meg, uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, not a big can you fan explain to our? Can you explain to our audience a little bit about what Borderland is? Just a little bit. Uh, I've only played the Telltale's version, but it's that game reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. It, it, they were looking for some sort of stone, and it just it was a these weird characters that come together and uh, fight off this one enemy. It, it just reminded me of Guardians of the, that, especially that first movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Okay. It was just weird, but I enjoyed mm. it. It was fun, but yeah, I, I just thought it was a weird choice for Eli to tackle something like this. Yeah, uh, anyway. I mean, it'd be interesting. Hopefully, good luck to him, you know, expanding yeah. his uh, horizon. So, anyone that expands, Carpenter expanded with, like, uh, Heart, uh, Heart of Music or whatever and an Invisible Man. So, you know, I think that other horror horror directors can actually expand out. So, good luck, good luck to him. James Wan expanded out, so yeah. good luck to him. Uh, Chris, Pat, Chris Pratt compares Jurassic World 3 to Avengers Endgame. He says everyone's back. Oh. I guess I in every film, somebody's coming back from every film. I don't know, uh, but I know the originals hey, are coming back. Clever but, girl. Uh, <laughs> um, of course, he's not coming back. He's passed away. But uh, uh, you know, I, I'm down with that, man. I, uh, you know, other than Back to the Future, uh, the Jurassic Park series is one of my favorite series. Uh, franchises um even i didn't really i love jurassic park uh didn't really care for lost world uh or jurassic park 2 but over the years it kind of grown on me a little bit more three was yeah. always trash but then uh uh jurassic jurassic world is it what what is the thing it was but i enjoyed like the chris pratt stuff so far even the sequel was not bad to me i, I had fun watching it so yeah i'm anxious to see it yeah, I'm anxious to see it. I enjoyed Jurassic World. Uh, the second one, eh, it's a hit and miss in, in some areas. Uh, 
especially that last act for me was really a mess. But overall, I didn't hate the movie. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm mainly looking forward to Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and uh, Jeff Goldblum returning. I think that's a big attraction for me. Uh, yeah, but, me too. Dude, it's, uh, okay. not Kristen Dunst. Is she returning? The girl that is not Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst. But I've always confused uh, her with her. You know what I'm talking about. That's it. So I would expect some capacity that they would return. I mean, they're bringing back, uh, let's see, that one guy, the guy from New Girl who was in Jurassic World. They're bringing back him. Oh, so, okay, uh, that dude. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't know the guy's name, but I know I exactly who you're talking about. That guy, but, the guy from New Girl. I know exactly who you're talking about. Funny guy. He was also in The Mummy with Tom Cruise, but I cannot think of his name. He was but one yeah, of my favorite parts of that movie. What's that? He was one of my favorite parts of that movie, by the way. Was he? Yeah, uh, 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 the mummy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I thought that they did his character bad. I, you know, I hope that they did better, but hey. Yeah. yeah. When they going to cross that bridge? I'm sorry. I liked his character before he died. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and do one more. Uh, mm-hmm. Escape from New York remake is possibly set to star Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, know, I don't even know who Wyatt Russell is, so I'd be interested to see him. I wonder if he looks like Kurt. Um, he does look like Kurt. He does look like Kurt. I first saw him in Overlord, and I, I thought he's an Overlord. Who is yeah, he in Overlord? Overlord? Yeah, he's one of the main people. The dude that survived to almost the end, like that guy. Yeah. Yeah. With the black dude. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He was very stoic. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be yeah. down for that. Yeah. He was really, a, he was like a badass in that movie. Uh, I hate to cuss, yeah, but yeah, was, he was. Uh, now, I remember thinking, watching that movie, I was like, is this guy kin to Kurt Russell? Because he looks like him. <laughs> and I had no idea that he was his son at the time. But I was like, I could see him doing Escape from New York if they ever did remake it with him. And I, it's just weird that he's possibly going to star in it. But yeah, I'd be down for it. I think it makes sense. I mean, if you if you're gonna remake it, you you gotta have someone that looks like Snake Blitzkin, and who better than yeah. his own son? And he can act, yeah. so he's not like Clint Eastwood's son. <laughs> hey, hey, the guy looks like Clint, but can't act. Yeah, you're right. He looks um, like him, but he he can't perform like him. <laughs> um, it's kind of like um, uh, I'm not gonna get into it, uh, but um. Uh, not James Dean, but uh, I forgot the name of the guy uh, from. He was in uh, uh, The Great Escape. That guy. Steve McQueen? Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen's uh, grandson. Stephen Chad. R. McQueen. Chad, I thought, no, no, that's his son. Uh, but okay. Stephen, R., Stephen R. McQueen is uh, is uh, his son, his, his grandson. He looks just like his granddad. And he's in um, Vampire Diaries. He was like a big star in Vampire Diary. So, um, can you ask? he played. Yeah, I thought he did pretty good. I thought, uh, I thought Chad was pretty good, great. but that's about all he's been yeah. good at. Uh, real quick, before we get into the uh, actual movie review, uh, another quick movie news. I, I seen you share this earlier this week, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, it was something about uh, they are expecting to do another movie of. Uh, Mario and something else to kind of tie into the whole Smash oh, Brothers yeah. universe. Pac-Man and Mario. 
Uh, Mega Man I probably could come out either next year or 2022 along with Super Mario Brothers. And they haven't said it's going to be connected, but you can only assume with all these characters that are in the Super Smash Brothers to be connected. I mean, yeah. I'm just starting to wonder with the success of Sonic and Pokemon, if they're going to start connecting little by little with the next movie. What yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, this is my th- my hopes is uh, that if if they do another Mario film, I hope that they go the way of Sonic and make a, a CGI character. Uh, he is. You, you know, that's great. You know, no no offense to uh, the guy. I forget him. The dude that played in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, that guy. Uh, no offense to him and John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo. But I just want to see Mario. And that's my biggest fault that I didn't – well, there's more to that movie that I did not like. But uh, that's my biggest complaint. One of my biggest complaints is I never really felt like he was Mario. I never really felt like John Leguizamo was Luigi. I never really felt that. Um, whereas um, with Sonic, I felt that this is Sonic. With uh, yeah. uh, Detective Pikachu, uh, if, the, if Pikachu had a voice, I felt like R- Ryan Reynolds was perfect as the voice of Pikachu. And I have no, uh, I have no knowledge of the uh, Pokemon universe. Yeah, I, I know nothing. <laughs> But I liked it. Uh, your thoughts? Oh uh, yeah. I, I, well, the Mario Brothers film's gonna be CGI. It's gonna be animated. Uh, so the whole movie. So uh, I know that Pokemon wasn't all animated, and neither was Sonic. But for that world, I feel like it has to be. You know, if Mario's mm-hmm. animated, the whole world's gotta be animated. But I, I look forward to it. Uh, you know, like you, I don't know nothing about Pokemon or Pikachu. Uh, I think it's come a long way from where it started, but I, I know nothing about it other than what the movie showcased. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought Sonic was Sonic. I thought Dr. Ro- Robotnik was was him. I thought Jim Carrey was awesome in that a role. I thought, I thought he was born to play that role, actually. I, and it could have went a different way. <laughs> but and- yeah, I, I the world they've set up is their true characters. You know, I, I don't, for what I know about, you know, Pokemon and which is very little, but what I do know a little bit about Sonic. So, uh, yeah, I felt that was Sonic hundred percent. All right. Now let's go ahead and segue right into Sonic. Uh, the, uh, 2020 film of Sonic, uh, Sonic tries to navigate the complexity of life on earth with his newfound best friend, a human named Tom Wachowski. <laughs> they must soon join forces to prevent the evil Dr. Robotnik from capturing Sonic using his powers for world domination. This was released February 14th, 2020, directed by Jeff Fowler, and based on Sonic the Hedgehog video game, Sega Genesis. Hit us with that, uh, hit us with the numbers, the scores, and hit us with the what is made. All right, it's uh got a, it's currently a six point nine out of ten on IMDb, forty seven percent on Metacritic. Damn Metacritic, ninety six percent like this on Google. Uh, Rotten Tomato score is sixty three percent with a ninety four percent audience score, mm. and it's currently made seventy seven point seven domestically fifty. 
internationally, worldwide total is $128.2 million on an $85 million budget. Uh, oh, so my. Gonna- Real quick, on, on my uh, on my side, there's another uh, Fandango comes in with a review of 94%. So, just want to throw that out there. So, yeah, this is this is probably going to be the biggest video game adaptation that we've gotten so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think the curse is lifted. What do you think? I agree. I think that um, I think that this is it, I'm, I don't know if it's too premature to say this, Brandon, but I agree. Uh, I believe that this is by far the best video game adaptation that I've seen thus far. And not saying yeah. that I didn't enjoy, like, say, Mortal Kombat back in the day, but this movie is next level. And as an as an adult, it's in an audience filled with kids in the audience. I really enjoyed it. I thought that the movie, uh, there's some part, points, I was like, oh, Lord. You know, like that little floss dance I hate. But, you know, yeah. other than that, I really I really enjoyed the film. I thought that everybody hit their marks well. And God bless, old, uh, God bless um, James Marston, man, him and animated people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to bring up James for a little bit because, you know, he's not – the biggest name out there, you know, I, I think he should be bigger than what he is, but X-Men screwed that up for him. Because <laughs> Cyclops was never the main focus on that, of those movies. But do you think this was a, a risk for him to do this movie? Um, I think so. Movie? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it really was. And I want to mention, since you brought up uh, X-Men, uh, the big difference between Cyclops in the movies and Cyclops in the cartoon is the cartoon Cyclops was really, really cool. It's like one of the best X-Men that there was. You know, I thought that he was uh, really like he kind of rivaled Wolverine in a sense of, well, not coolness. Coolness would be Gambit. Gambit rivaled Wolverine with that. Nightcrawler was pretty cool. But but Cyclops was like, man, it's Cyclops. That's cool. You know, but in the movie, he was just like a whiny little dude that's kind of like soaking over Gene Gray and uh yeah but but James Marsden man in this movie I thought that uh we was allowed to see a little bit of who of his character like Tom Wachowski was actual real guy I felt like a real guy that I really like kind of dug you know I dug him and he I was never bored when he was on screen and that's that's saying something, you know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I just think he should be bigger than what he is. Uh, he's done a lot of films. I remember way back in the day when he uh, got started uh, with uh, Disturbing Behavior. Uh, of course, he came Cyclops. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, he was good in this movie. He, he felt for him. Uh, I didn't expect to feel for him. I didn't expect to care one way or another about his character. I thought it was. I thought it was just gonna be about Sonic and Doctor Robotnik. You know, I thought that's basically what the whole movie was gonna be. But it was nice that they added some character development to this for his character. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I Let's... love the dy- dynamic of him and the the wife deciding whether to move. You know, because he didn't really feel like a, a real cop. So I mean, right. I liked what they did with his character. I really did. And they kind of set the pace for the whole town of um, 
uh, green something. I forget. Uh, it's like the, the first level in Sonic, I think, of the game. Yeah. Just for the Dame Dather. But um, uh, like they they said something where you found out that Wachowski has been uh, watching over the city for like decades, you know? And so that yeah. tells you stories that his father was a, uh, a sheriff and his grandfather was a sheriff probably. You know, you see that the town, like he's such a part of the town, but he felt like he's never lived up to his potential. I thought he did yeah. great. Uh, and him and Sonic bounced off well. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about John Raphael, man. Ben Schwartz. <laughs> Uh yeah. man, I didn't even know that was his voice until like I seen after the fact. I'm like, oh man, that is John Raphael. He did such a great job. Yeah, he really did. Uh, of course, I don't know anything that he's done except for Parks and Rec. But me too. Uh, me too. But yeah, he was he was a, he was awesome as Sonic. Uh, totally believable that he was Sonic. Uh, can't give him. An, I mean, he. When he when when Sonic's on screen, and that voice comes out, and you just you just kind of fall in love with that character. I mean, it, for me, it brought I felt like I was a little kid again playing Sonic almost, uh, especially you know where they they showed some footage of the game uh, towards the end. But oh, uh, yeah, I yeah. Like, I, I felt like I was like a little kid again, and I I don't get that experience often in, in a movie theater, you know. I agree. And you know what? Speaking of that, speaking of being a kid again, uh, with Jim Carrey in this film is Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Uh, He was, he brought me back to, like, I keep saying this, and I said this in my review, I think, uh, in my little, uh, on Letterboxd, but it's so good to see 90s Jim Carrey, man. It's so, like, uh, and, and he was really good as a villain, and I didn't know how to respond to him as a villain because I was like, I want to like this guy, but he's such a hey, everybody meaning. Liking him. My son was laughing at him. This little girl next to me was laughing every time he was on screen. I mean, he stole every scene he was in. And uh, it, it, that's good for Jim, though. I'm, I'm happy for that. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't done a whole lot to be proud of in this past decade. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> He's been going through a lot of what seems like depression, yeah, whatnot. Uh, so it was good to see him, but it's also good to see him back to his form, his his natural form. You know, Which, that physical comedy he does. I mean, it's just <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I he will always go down as my favorite comedian of all time. Uh, um, that leads I, me I, to I, that, that leads me to uh, this thought with you real quick. Uh, you talked about James Marsden and how this could have been a risk for him, whereas uh, yeah. Jim Carrey had nothing to lose by doing this film, uh, you know, because his career has been on such a downward slump. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you feel like this movie can be a resurgence of, of Jim, Jim Carrey, and maybe even help catapult James Marsden to do more stuff as well? Uh, definitely for Jim, I think. Uh because I felt I felt like this. If this failed, that his career would ultimately it'd be over. Like he wouldn't get any kind of big roles. He would have to go straight to, you know, doing sleazy stuff. You know, uh, straight to video kind of comedies. Uh, so I mean, I, I agree with you on one hand. One hand about it wasn't much of a risk, but it could have been career suicide at the same time. Because <laughs> I mean, if it fails, I mean it's 
it's just people probably look at well, it's just sad, and, and it was desperate for Jim Carrey to play this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, James, uh, I, I, I agree it was a risk for him because uh, I mean he's still you know pretty young. Uh, I say he's in his early forties, maybe. Um, I think he can get more roles like this. Uh, and I think it could elevate his career as well. Um, so I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And what I loved about it, what I loved about it as well, and you kind of mentioned this in your, uh, what you just said with the little girl sitting next to you and your son sitting next to you as well. Um, I love that this film will introduce a new generation of kids to Jim Carrey. And I hope yeah. that their parents will kind of go back and uh, bring out the Ace Ventures or bring back the, uh, even the Dumb and Dumbers, I say, even a little bit. You know, I think that, I think Jim Carrey, like, was at his golden prime, especially with Ace Ventura. Um, I think that, yeah. like, they, I think the kids would love to see, see, uh, see him because, like, the kids in my audience, man, they, when they first seen him, they said, who's that guy? <laughs> you know, and then, like, when he started doing his, Jim Carrey stuff, they really, really took well to him. They loved him, uh, and yeah. it just felt good to just see him get the the accolades that he deserves. You know, because he's, you know, he's a he's a heavy hitter. Yeah, I mean, he's with without hands down, he's one of the greatest comedic talents we've ever seen. I mean, um, you know, in the nineties, he was, I would say, he was considered the best. I mean, I know you got, you had Adam Sandler and you had Robin Williams on fire back then too, but Jim felt like everything he did was gold. <laughs> I agree. You know? uh, Robin, you only had like Mrs. Doubtfire, I think, in uh, the Birdcage. Yeah, Hook, Hook as well. And I mean, Sandler, you had a couple, but you know, I felt like everything Jim did was gold. It made so much money. Uh, I but, agree. Great. It, it was great to see him back um, doing a character like this. I thought it was risky, but it paid off. I think the kids loved him. Uh, I loved him. You loved him. Uh, Dawson really, he couldn't help himself but laugh at him. I mean, he, you know, Beth was looking at me because I was laughing at stuff that probably wasn't all that funny to most people, but it was. I'm so used to Jim doing his stuff, and it's like it, it was just the little things before he got to the comedy mark. That I, I just it was just I was loving seeing him getting into this character and going full force, and you know giving it all. And uh, I, I I appreciated that. I kind of want to break that up too, uh, real quick. Is I felt like he really just had fun. You could tell he had fun playing this character. Uh, you could you could tell that James Marston had fun and like nobody in the movie felt like they didn't want to be there. Everybody felt like they wanted to be there. Even uh, I want to talk about uh, Wade or Adam Pally. He was in uh, a show called um, Happily Happily Never After, like that Happy Endings or something like that with uh, Damon Wayans' son. But uh, he was um, he was pretty funny as that. Uh, like the kind of dumb uh, chef yeah. deputy, you know. And uh, when he came on scene, when he came on screen, especially the part when the 
uh, son and knocked the power out, and all the phones was ringing at the at the police station, uh, at the sheriff station. And when he came on screen, everybody started cracking up just at his face, you know, and just yeah. how he was looking like like so like disturbed over what he's saying and what he's hearing. But um, I loved um, I loved the town. The town felt like a real town, even the town's crazy person, you know, that says the blue demon yeah. in the woods, you know. I love the I love that. Um I, I also loved um love Sonic in itself, like just the design. Let's talk about that. So obviously we all are aware that the first Sonic uh, at first when it first came out and they said this is the Sonic design, I never seen anything really wrong with it until other people point out something wrong with it. But compared to that one, to what we finally got, I thought there was a great idea that they went back and redid Sonic. I got a question for you, though. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's possible that this was a, a marketing ploy? That they, when they, uh, they showed the first trailer, that it wasn't finished? Oh, I never thought about it that way. Huh? I, said, I never thought about never it thought that about- way. I've heard people talk about it that maybe this was a, a marketing ploy, and I'm like, that's risky. But it would get people to talk about your movie, and then if you change the design, I don't know. I mean, it's it's possible, I guess. But I was just curious what you thought about it. Yeah. So real quick, uh, I don't believe that as many people would have went and seen this film if it had not been for the controversy with the way he looked at first and the changing that they made for Sonic. So I do think that that did actually help the film. Obviously, we know that the studio that kind of finished, didn't finish and touches on Sonic, redid them, went out of business because of, you know, they lost all their money doing this, uh, unfortunately. So some people lost their jobs and the, the outcome of this whole thing. But, um, but no, I, I know uh, that. Yeah, I, I, think that, um, I think that Sonic looked look good and uh i don't i don't think that it was a ploy it's a fun idea but you know with people really losing their job i don't see how much of a ploy that would have been um so yeah yeah i think that the the final product though i don't think that as many people would have seen the movie if it had not been for the been for the controversy controversy that's i mean that's a fair point uh i don't know i mean I don't think he gets the credit he deserves as far as popularity goes, with, you know, game characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly believe he's up there with Mario. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I honestly believe that. And I, don't, I know a lot of people probably don't, but he's he's one of the most popular video game characters since the 90s. I mean, so I, I felt like kids wanted to go see it, but I felt that adults that played it, when they were kids, would go see it as well. Yeah, absolutely. you probably all like, many would have went to see it, uh, but I still think it would have done well. Mm-hmm. Even if, they, if it would have been perfect, the design would have been perfect. I think it would have done well. Yeah, but I think that it that has done it better now, and now I think it's more yeah. word of mouth as well. But I think that the uh, yeah, I think that uh, like I noticed this also in the audience, like when we was leaving, like. Uh, Spoilers for this, for anyone listening to this, we're going to get into spoilers. Uh, so, uh, at the one in mid credit scene where we see, uh, it's uh, I believe it's Tails, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it's tails. Uh, a kid, a kid in the audience said, "Oh, look, there's tails." This was a kid. This was a kid that yeah. said this. So, uh, so it's telling me that these parents who grew up like you and I playing Sonic, who grew up playing Mario, who later on was like, got introduced to Sega, and their entry into Sega was Sonic the Hedgehog. For me, it was mm-hmm. the first game that I played on Sega Genesis was Sonic the Hedgehog. And um, and it was the game that I was like, okay, Mario was fun, but this is great. I'm going yeah. fast. I'm going in circles. The rings, the sound of the rings and collecting yeah. rings, it just was a different level of a game that I really enjoyed. And um, and I love to see that these parents are now introducing their children to Sonic because they came into this movie already kind of familiar with who Sonic was. So that's that's not an accident. Yeah. I don't know if there's still Sonic stuff out there. I don't know if they're still making shows because yeah. I'm an old man now. Well, not but... shows, but they do uh, games still. They do games. Uh, it's not on the level of what we had, but <laughs> they still do produce video games of him. Yeah, it's, I mean, Dawson knew him because of the games he has, uh, but it's not on the level of what we grew up with. Mm. I, I don't care about the new stuff. Even Mario, I don't really care about the new stuff. Uh, give me classic Mario, and I'm good. <laughs> yeah, give me classic Sonic, give me classic Mario. I never was really big on uh, uh, Mega Man, but um, but it, was, it I never, never was, was me. I mean, I, I know who he is. I mean, I know he's in Smash Brothers and all that, but I never did play that game. Yeah. But, so the I one, know nothing about the character. The one I ran with in Smash Brothers is typically uh, Link. Is actually who I used yeah. to play with. But, um, but yeah, I. So I want to talk about this real quick. Um, I, did you notice the the textures that they put into Sonic, like how well they did with his like. His quills or his like, you, you know, his, uh, I don't know if they have fair. I don't know what hedgehogs have, but you know that. And then with his glove, like especially in the scene where he's playing baseball by himself, um, and yeah. he goes up to give himself and knows that nobody's standing there to give him a high five. Uh, just yeah. the look on his glove was dirty, and you could see like the fabric of it. It just was so. Well done, and I remember I remember looking at that in theaters, thinking, "Oh man, they did a really good job with that." And and yeah. also, they did a really good job letting you know how lonely of a character Sonic really was. You know, you realize that for ten years he's been talking to himself, really, other than the crazy man that <laughs> that believes a blue de- devil is living living in the uh, uh, woods. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. They did a great job with his design, finished product. Um, yeah, and, and those little moments you see him, uh, they did a good job with that. I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on the rings and how they made that uh, a, a character of itself and what they meant. Because you don't really yeah. get to, to sense what the rings actually mean in the games. So they, they kind of gave it a character that um, they open worlds. So, what do you think about that? Okay, uh, that's a great, great question. So, uh, first of all, I want to say that I wanted more of his actual home world. Um, <laughs> I didn't yeah. want more of his home world because that's why I grew up remembering. I wanted to see that. I seen a little bit of it, but I want to see more of it. Uh, I think, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but I absolutely like. I thought that was cool aspect with the rings. Um, 
you know, I never thought about the, the functionality like that, where they are keys to the to other worlds and other dimensions. Um, I thought that it was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I, you know, it was kind of confusing at first. I didn't realize that's what it was, but you know, yeah. since 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 I know that now, I realize that. Uh, but also, let me ask you this, and then you uh, you tell me what you thought about it. But real quick, my follow up question to you after you say what you say about the rings is: What did you think about our little quote unquote Keanu Reeves cameo in this film? Wait, 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 wait. I missed the Keanu cameo, I believe. All right, so it really what, wasn't what Keanu. Uh, that it, was, it was only, honestly, on TV because they was watching Speed and Keanu oh, was on screen. Okay, because okay, I marked out for that moment. For whatever reason, I just now remembered it. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was telling uh, Beth, I was pointing over to her, like, they're watching Speed. It's like, that's awesome. Like, I love that. And uh, I love him quoting... Um, uh, what's his name? Dennis Hopper's character, Pop Quiz. You know, I love that. I, mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It, is, it makes me want to go watch Speed again. <laughs> it, makes, yeah. it makes me want to go just, you know, just cherish Keanu because he, he Ke- man. He's a national treasure. He's a national treasure, yeah. Keanu Reeves. He is our national treasure. But yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as the rings go, I love that aspect of it. Um, like I said, it gave it, it it gave the rings a life of its own, a purpose. Because I, I do kind of want to see him on the open road, though, and kind of you know just run off and catch some mm-hmm. rings because mm-hmm. you know you're used to that in the game. Uh, but uh, I I would love to see more of this home world as well. I think we're going to. I think he'll go back in the sequel. I think Knuckles will show up in the sequel. Um, because I think Knuckles is part of his homeworld, and maybe possibly one of the that 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 uh the people that were chasing him in the beginning. I think mm-hmm. they kind of like Knuckles a little bit. So, yeah, it uh, really did. I'm That's what I thought it was, kind of. Yeah, I'm interested in more of the homeworld as well. I'm interested in where uh, Doctor Bosnick, Bos- whatever his name, Robotnik. Robotnik. <laughs> I'm interested to see how he's gonna escape uh where he's at um i'm just interested in everything that's happening in this world yeah because i i truly believe it's the best video game adaptation it by far i mean uh before that was warcraft but this for me just knocked it out of the park Um, on all levels now i do want to bring up this real quick uh as far as like I love that the uh, so so typically typically it seems like this is what they always do whenever they have a human and animated character together is try to do the road trip film you know getting and yeah. James Marsden bless his heart has been in two films like that Hop and then this uh, but uh, where he is essentially doing the same thing but this one ex- executed it well um, and. Uh, I, you know, I know a lot of people was really upset that Sonic wasn't the whole movie wasn't in his home world, but it was rather in our world. Uh, yeah. But uh, I felt, you know, I, it didn't take me out of it didn't take me out of it at all uh, when he was in the real world. Um, and I felt like the relationship between him 
and uh and uh Tom or James Marsden's character, uh, I felt like that I felt like it was a real relationship. The only one that I felt like wasn't really funny, didn't really hit marks for me, was uh the sister to uh the wife. I felt like she was kinda I thought that she was like not as I don't know, I wasn't really moved by her at all. Um she had one little or one or two little lines that I thought was okay, it was pretty funny, but most of most of the time like like the part that I, I laughed out loud is when the little girl is running around in the house saying, I gotta go fast and she's like, Hey, yeah. put my put my uh Fitbit on so I can get my steps or something like that. You know. Uh I got yeah. I laughed at that out loud for that because that's funny. And I love that the movie also took time to have adult jokes in there that just for us adults would get. Um so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh I also agree, you know, that they tend to do the road trip thing. That kinda took me out of it a little bit. Because at that point in time, I didn't really care for about. I mean, I like Tom and all, but I didn't. He, I was wanting to get to the point we're seeing Sonic, Doctor Robotnik. You know, I, that's that's where I wanted to get to as fast as possible. But I knew they had to take time, establish their friendship and stuff. So that was okay. But I agree with you about the the sister. She felt like she was in a a, a kids film. You know, t- nothing but a kids film and. I think the kids liked it, but I don't think the adults really cared much for it. Her character or anything she did. Uh, I know I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't wait for the camera to get off of her. Absolutely. Uh, that's how I felt about it. And uh, I wanted to see, so in the sequel, I would love to see more of Sonic actually interacting with the people in the town. I think that the town would uh, would kind of like come around Sonic and like like have Sonic be yeah. one of their own. Uh, one thing that I do want to talk about that I hope was happening but did not happen at, towards the end is uh, when Sonic was like essentially hulking up. That's what I'm gonna. That's all I can relate it to when he's getting all the energy and all the power and electricity flowing in him. Yeah. I thought that he was gonna turn into Werewolf Sonic. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is he about to turn into you know? Because there's the the Sonic game where Sonic becomes like a werewolf or something like that, a big beast looking Sonic. And so that's what I thought was happening, but I was kind of disappointed that it didn't happen. Uh, but then again, it kind of—if nobody's familiar with that—then I think that would have been out of, out of, uh, out of place, you know. For I've, I've seen it, but I haven't actually played that aspect of him doing that. But I have seen it like on a start of a video game that he'll come that character, but I'm not familiar with it myself. Um, but, you know, I know there's a lot of games of him. So, uh, I mean, it would have been cool to see. I think eventually you will see it, um, maybe in the second or third film, if, you know, it continues to do well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think there's so much they can explore, though. And they haven't, you know, scratched the surface yet with this character or his world. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to get Tails in the next movie. And yep. I say at the end of that movie, Knuckles will show up, you know, and but as long as Jim returns for the sequels, and I don't see why he wouldn't, because I really do think this could be a resurgence for him. I think it's going to be fun. I think, you know, I think we're going to get a get some solid Sonic film. And also at the end of the movie, with the uh, with the cutaway to 
mushroom, not the mushroom kingdom, which I was hoping is the mushroom kingdom. Uh, you know, I don't understand. It could still very well be the mushroom kingdom. I don't even know. Because uh, Sonic doesn't feel like nobody lives there. But what if there is people that live there? You know, honestly. Um, but yeah. um, I felt like like I was looking in the screens and uh, in every like angle to see if I see Sonic, not Sonic, but Mario or some type of pipe or something, which it would have been great if they would have put a pipe in there, like even in the distance, to let you know that you're in Mario land, you know? Um, and yeah. then I would love to see uh, Robotnik team up with Wario, you know? And then... Uh, you know, like it'll, it'll be really great, but um, uh, one thing that what was where was I going with this? Uh, I was because <laughs> I seen that I seen that ending. Yeah, that's why that's why I was gonna say is I seen that ending, and I was really hoping that it, yeah, I was hoping I was glad to see that they made Robotnik look more like the Robotnik that we know. You know. Yeah. I mean, you knew it was coming by the trailers. I figured that was going to be towards the end of the movie. But, yeah, it was good to see that. Uh, now, I'm hoping by the end of the next film, he somehow gains all that weight to actually look like him. But Maybe he's uh, been eating nothing but I'm mushrooms. So, I'm, I'm, I'm really cool with the look. Uh, I think he looked like him towards the end of the movie, and I want to see that version. Uh, I think he's going to be more psychotic, more eccentric. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I look forward to, to see how Jim portrays him now since he's been, he's trapped in that world. Uh, I I cannot wait to see the sequel. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. I really am. I'm 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 just excited for the world in itself. I mean, I haven't been excited. I don't think I've ever been excited after watching a video game adaptation like I have with Sonic. Yeah, I I, I, been, I agree with that. Yeah, it's uh the movie was like, like, uh the Sonic that we got that we was uh, able to see, uh was uh, was was actually really. Good. I'm trying and I'm sitting here rocking my brain, Brandon, to to think about previous video game films. Like the only one that I thought that, but I didn't even know it was a video game. I I did enjoy Detective Pikachu, and I like that. Was it last year or a year before that? Um, it was last year. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, that. Um, but I wasn't too familiar with it. So I didn't even know there was a video game, but I just liked it as a movie by itself. But this is a video game film. This is clearly a video game film. I love the Sega beginning with the, where you, they show you scenes of the video games. Because I was looking yeah. at that like, oh, I remember this game. Oh, I remember this game. Metro Prime, look, there's that. You know, I see like, yeah. you know all those games, and I was like, it took me back. The rings and the sound of the rings, like this movie single-handedly took me to a nostalgic time frame where I was in my in my house, in my bedroom, playing the Sega Genesis. It really took yeah. me back to blowing in the cartridges and, th- and putting those things off in the um, in the console, the Gen- Sega Genesis console, and, and that black console, and just playing that game and just spending hours playing Sonic or playing any other game that I eventually got on the Sega Genesis. But yeah, I just, it just, I love the movie. I not, I just love everything about this film. Um, you know, the, like I said, there's some things that they did in it that was, uh, I felt like was truly aimed towards kids, you know? Um, 
I think they did maybe a couple of fart jokes, a couple of uh, you know, the flossing things and stuff. Yeah. But other than that, man, I just I, I like the film. Yeah, it's, um, uh, you know, obviously it's it's a kid's film ultimately, but it, it's not just a kid's film. It's it's giving back to the to the adults as well, and it's it's for both. I mean, you're gonna get your kids jokes. You're gonna get your adult theme jokes. You, it's really for both, and I, I, you know, I'm glad they went that route because I think it. There, there were so many people that grew up playing Sonic, and I think they should do it for Mario as well. I, I, it, you know, it transcends. You know, it just, it's a big deal that Sonic got his own movie. Not only got his own movie, but it was good. It, just, it's, it's a, so many opportunities for other, you know, games. But more specifically, game characters from back in the day that can get made into a movie. Like Mac from Punch-Out. He can get a movie now. <laughs> Absolutely. As that sounds, he can get a movie. And I would so buy that ticket opening night. <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you be happy as if the final fight day air fight was indeed Mike Tyson? Yeah, you know what? I would be happy. It would be good if, if they can get Mike Tyson to voice him. Dude. Oh, that'd be awesome! You know, yeah. they, should, they should get uh, um, uh, uh Re- Reginald, um, the dude that plays Carl Winslow. He should be like his trainer, and uh, yeah, and they should really cast like maybe uh, Tom Holland. I know he's in everything, but or somebody like that is Mac, uh, and then like have him face really outlandish characters, and you can have famous people even show up as people. You can have Chris Hemsworth show up as like soda pop or something, you know, or you know, get some big dude, uh, get some Samoan dude to show up as uh, King Hippo or somebody like that, you know. And it would be really cool to see. I would love to see that. I would really, I would see that. I mean, it's the open now for all characters <laughs> in a movie, and I'm not certain, but wasn't Mac shown? Wasn't Punch Out shown at the beginning? I want to say it was and like it's so much. There's so many Easter eggs in this film. I would have to really go back and look and see what else, what all I missed because yeah. I I missed so much stuff. Like I missed the yeah. uh, uh, Sonic character that like some like the the picture that the old man had was uh, yeah. a picture that is a famous picture that somebody drew of Sonic. You know, uh, that's what the old man had is that picture. But what would you best say? Uh, I was just gonna say even if you know. Even if they blow this opportunity with a Super Smash Brothers shared universe, they have opened the door for a Sega Genesis shared universe, uh, which is crazy. But, you know, I, I never thought I would see the day that these type of video games would uh, get a movie made and people would actually love it. I never thought I would ever see that. Just, But we've come a long ways, too, from Mario Brothers back in the 90s. Or Street Fighter, or Mortal Kombat, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that it'd be kind of cool to see that. Like, I love to see. I've always wanted to see like a big screen adaptation of Battletoads. I, I love that game growing up. Um, yeah. Or you know, but I think that was more of a Nintendo game. And I don't know how the relationship is between Nintendo and Sega, uh, but clearly, uh, I think Nintendo bought Sega. As far as I know, I'm not sure. Uh, I think they did. 
because uh because that's how they were able to get licensing rights and stuff to Sonic and stuff to Smash Brothers and all that. Uh, but I don't know. I would love, um, love to see more Sega games. Um, but yeah, I, I, where do you where do you see um, this now genre of going? Like what what's one game from Nintendo and what's one game from Sega that you would love to see made into a actual film? Uh, Nintendo, it's uh, number one. It's got to be Super Mario Brothers. I mean, and I know it's coming, but that that's just got to be number one. Just because I can't think of a game that I, when I started playing video games, it wasn't Mario. It, it was always Mario as a kid. Uh, for Sega, um, you know, I didn't play a lot of Sega. I mean, I played Sonic like a lot, and I played my wrestling games. But I'm trying to really think. I, I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I think I already got it. I think it was Sonic. You know, I think for me, I mean, I didn't play a whole lot of Sega games. Uh, hmm. What about you? Um, I was just looking at some games. I would say the one that Sonic is the one, but other than Sonic, I would say that it would be um, for Sega, it would be Earthworm Jim. Cause I, I actually did dig a game growing up. Um, I I'll like- tell you another game. Uh, it was for Super Nintendo, Clay Fighter. I actually enjoyed that. And if I they ever made it, <laughs> animated like they did Sonic, uh, but I don't think you ever get that game. But I did enjoy it when, when it first came out. As far as um, as far as Nintendo, I would agree with you. As far as I want a good Mario movie. Yeah. Uh, I really want like, and I think that Sonic. I think Sonic did that. I think that people will see this and then, okay, how do we need to make Mario look? Fans went crazy with the way that Sonic looked, so I think that yeah. the people that's going to make Mario, the people that's going to make Metro Prime or uh, Mega Man or anything, will know to make them uh, look closer to the character that you know i love that the little girl gave sonic his shoes uh i love that you know yeah because i didn't even realize he wasn't wearing his his signature red sneakers until like that moment i'm like oh he, he hadn't been wearing those shoes at all um <laughs> but yeah man i i thought that was good um and i'm glad to see this and i hope that hope that it just opens up doors for and i think it's what it's gonna do because you're gonna have people going out here buying the rights to this character or that character, and let's make this movie because that's what happens. It's like whenever m- comic book movies hit hard, people start buying rights to this and that and this, you know? Yeah. The same thing's gonna happen yeah, with video games. This could, be, this could be their like Iron Man, you know, really? I mean, that you know, that or Batman, the Dark Knight mm-hmm. or something. It could be something like that that just. Let's all let's all start making video game movies based on these characters in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I tell you another one that could happen. That'd be Star Fox. Uh, I think that could, that's a possibility. I forgot all about Star Fox. Honestly, really, I forgot all about yeah, Star I think, Fox. I love that game. <laughs> I played Nintendo more than Sega. Sega was mainly for, you know, uh, Sonic uh, for me. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, all right. Well, in the last. 
five minutes. We'll go ahead and get into our mark out meter scores uh, for the film. Uh, Brandon, I will let you, my friend, go first. Uh, I'm giving it 4.5. Uh, I had a blast with this movie. Uh, I mean, there's some things I didn't like about it, but overall, it, I made, it made me feel like a little kid. And I don't think a movie's done that since Kong Skull Island. But a video game movie has never made me feel that way. So I I salute them because they mm-hmm. listened to the audience. They listened to the fan base that really cared about this character. And they knocked it out of the park for me. So my score is 4.5. All right. My score is 4.5 as well, Brandon. Uh, it's, honestly, as we're doing this review, that's what I was thinking I was going to give it anyway. Uh, 4.5. Yeah. Uh, it's near perfect. Uh, like I said, there's only some things that I don't like about it, but it's because I'm an adult and <laughs> those things don't really cater to me. But everything else in this film was good. Uh, this is a movie that I have no problem showing my grandkids. I have no problem showing uh, anyone, really. I, I, I would recommend anyone who grew up playing this game, I recommend them take time because you, you're you going to feel like a kid again seeing Sonic yeah. on the screen. Like, it's... It's inevitable. You you watch it and you think, and you hear those coins. You hear uh, you you know you anything like only thing that I didn't hear was you remember whenever he would speed. You hear it sounds like a a fan almost you know whining noise. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. hear that, but you know, it just it, uh, and I love the little in, in credit as you said with the uh, showing the video game. Uh, man, just. I don't know. I just love this. I love this movie, and um, I hope more people see it. Four point five for me. Well, I think it is. <laughs> I mean, it's breaking records for video game adaptations, as it should. Uh, I think. I just think it had a lot of you know, despite the the, the design controversy. I do think it had hype. You know, oh, they're making a Sonic movie. I mean, so many people's childhoods were coming into play here. You know, I think you're going to feel the same thing for uh, Mario when that happens in two years. People see that first trailer. I think they're going to go back to their childhood. You know, how can you not? I mean, yeah. you know and, what I mean? I mean, just... yeah. With that said, you know, real quick before we end up here, uh, it's true. Like you have like in watching Ready Player One, when I seen the Battletoads walk across the, the uh, screen, even even in the background. You know, part of you just like as a kid, you're like, "Oh man, I can't believe I just seen the Battletoads," or yeah. you know, uh, or uh, or in uh, Wreck It Ralph when you're seeing uh, uh, Hubert, you're like, "That's Hubert," you know, or Mario was even in there, I believe, at one point. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah, it's just it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good seeing these characters that you kind of grew up with. It's like seeing an old friend that you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, it is. It really is. But we all got right. a minute left. A minute left. All right. Uh, little uh, little thing here. I'm coming. I'll probably go to see Brom the Boy 2 tonight. I would love to also see Call of the Wild sometime this weekend. Emma did not come out here, so I'm not I would not be seeing that. Brandon, you? Uh seeing Brahms the Boy 2 tonight and probably seeing the Call of the Wild tomorrow. Probably. Uh but uh yeah, um, gonna see the boy too again. Uh, all right, 
Well, um, I have high hopes for it. Now I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I right. uh, just <laughs> yeah. Um, a little house cleaning here. Um, to find us, please look us up on uh, uh, YouTube. Uh, well, don't look there because we ain't really there right now. But <laughs> Facebook and other places. We got five seconds left. And Willow. Brandon Spivey. Mark that movie podcast.